Sat Nam. I'm Guru Prakarmakar. Guru Singh and I travel the world, loving to meet an ever-growing global community. We are appreciative of your vital role on this planet, for it is your willingness to be here and listen that calls forth wisdom, that activates our collective voice in service. Your questions bring forth the answers. For a wealth of information about who we are and what we do, please visit gurusingh.com. Bless you. Satnam. That was appropriate because right at the moment that we were all chanting a call is actually when they were uh, rolling Hari Simran Singh's body into the into the uh, ovens to be cremated. Right at that moment was when we were chanting that a call. It's interesting that we um, are becoming so advanced in three dimensions that we begin to believe that it's all that there is, even at a very high level of evolution. Um, in other words, when those in the know know that we're destroying the planet, they are attempting to figure out how to get us to Mars, you know. Um, Three-dimensional escape um, as opposed to <coughs> um, working with the mechanisms that cause us to be so insecure that we would consume needlessly our planet into a devastated condition. And uh, it's through yoga and meditation that we're able to begin to define for our understanding what actually exists beyond three dimension. I mean, medical science is becoming profoundly capable of analyzing the body of three dimensions. But remember that there was a thousand years ago that in Europe it was illegal to cut open a cadaver. So they were finding out what was happening with glands and organs in the Western world through cutting open pigs, dead pigs, and trying to estimate or guesstimate what it was like in the human body. And that was because religion felt that the body was so sacred, which is an appropriate opinion. However, not realizing that once the body was, was um, finished, 
that it could be used for discovery. Right? It could be used to understand. And of course that's settled down over the centuries. And we now have quite profoundly accurate understandings of the physical three dimensions of the human body, physical body. And then there are all the other bodies, which again, religion is saying that if you go there, it's basically heresy. So stasis, I'm not condemning religion, anything that appreciate stasis more than discovery is going to limit the ability. Stasis meaning the status, the status quo is going, to limit, is going to limit the ability for us to grow. In yoga and specifically in kundalini yoga we learn about the bodies beyond the body. And these, just like the body, before we knew what was happening, it was working. Before we knew how the digestive system worked, it worked. So before we know how this system of incarnations works and the system of subtle bodies works, it's working. Before the earth was known because of gravity to be round, it was round but it was believed to be flat. And so people that don't believe in reincarnation haven't understood the forces involved. Those that don't comprehend the connection between us all haven't, haven't understood the forces and the bodies involved. And it takes a while for the very profoundly intuitive persons of the planet to hold that space in order for the rest of the planet to catch up. Right? Yogis knew for tens of thousands of years not only that the earth was round, <clears throat> but exactly what the dimension of the round earth was without any measuring tools. And just like that, yogis have for tens of thousands of years understood the relationship between the three dimensions, which is housed and exemplified by our sensory system of the physical body, and the dimensions that are beyond that. <coughs> this time of year, can become even more static and dormant, the winter time in the northern hemisphere, it's summertime in the south. And so there are three fluids that are essential that we keep moving properly during the winter months in order for us not to fall into that static, stagnant condition, because physical stagnation creates emotional stagnation, creates mental stagnation, and you will start losing your awareness through winter. 
if you don't maintain a strong practice. And the three fluids that we need to maintain in circulation are the blood, the lymph, and the cerebral spinal fluid. Hmm? The blood, which everybody knows, the lymph, which you kind of understand, and the cerebral spinal fluid, which is the fluid that fills your spine and also surrounds your brain. In order for the blood to circulate more readily, you need to increase the rate of your heart. And so this morning's set has some components which are a bit aerobic. Hmm? In order to increase the flow of lymph, you need to increase pressures. And there's two ways of increasing pressures. One is by pressing, which is why massage is so important in wintertime. And the other is by stretching. Stretching increases pressures. And stretching in the wintertime is really important. And the way that we increase the cerebral spinal fluid is literally by inverting, right? Doing those inversions that allow us to physically enhance what you might call the sloshing, right? The sloshing of the cerebral spinal fluid. There is, there are two pumps, one at the sacrum and one at the occiput. And these two pumps do work the fluid, it's called the sacral occipital wave. And the sacral occipital wave is a wave that is identical in frequency when you are, how should we say? When you are in tune, that's a good word, thank you, doctor. When you are in tune, the sacral occipital wave is the identical wavelength to the kundalini wave. It's a 60 degree sine wave, which is also the shape of a healthy spine. You have the, the tailbone, the lumbar vertebra, small of the back, the thoracic vertebra, the heart of the back, coming up toward the shoulders, coming into the cervical vertebra, and the natural curve of the neck. So that, of a healthy spine, that 60 degree sine wave is identical to the sacral occipital wave, which means if your spine is healthy, the fluid is flowing without um, encumbrances. And it also means that you're available for the kundalini rising. So all of this, because the body tends to shut down in the winter time, because it's the time of dormancy, you want to, in that period of time, maintain those subtle entunements, those subtle alignments. In the winter time, because of the 
dormancy of a lot of the body's process, or the tendency towards dormancy of a lot of the body's processes, we also will experience that the body itself is trying to produce more heat. The body, when the weather gets cooler, is trying to produce more heat. So that will exacerbate the sensation of anger if the diaphragm isn't maintained in its flexible position because more heat reflecting off of the diaphragm back into the base organs, the base glands and organs, will generate the sensation of anger because the body is literally protecting itself because what anger will cause is movement. Movement will cause circulation. And so you can either move through your anger or you can move through your determination, which is called the wise use of anger. So this time of year is very important. Now, in addition to that, because of the subtleties of this time of year, it's the feminine time of year, the intuitive time of year, you also have far more capacity to connect with the dimensions, the subtle bodies that are beyond your physical form. When you're in a crowd and you connect with the subtleties, rather than the annoyances, which are very three-dimensional. You connect with the subtleties of the crowd. The crowd doesn't feel crowded. When you're in a crowd and you don't connect with the subtleties that are actually flowing between you, but you're focusing more on your own personal space, any size of crowd feels crowded. And so the winter time is an opportunity for us to really get in touch with not only the subtleties, but also the relational sensations that are going to guide the future of this planet. Because as we become more and more crowded on this planet, if we're feeling crowded, we will feel protective. And if we're feeling protective, we will feel aggressive towards each other. And that's why there's more wars happening now than have ever happened in, in history, because the subtleties are not obvious. And the cultural, religious, political attitudes, right, are that we must protect our borders, we must protect our doctrines, we must protect etc., etc., etc. So we have this sensation right now, globally, of protection because subtleties are missing. You're the ones that are to lead the way, the lead the path into the world of subtleties. You're the ones to show others that it's fine to be crowded. You're the ones that will ultimately show others that it isn't that if I give to you then I'm going to be missing that. Because isn't it true in the world of love that when you give love you feel more love? 
So won't it be true in the world of form that the more you give, the more you'll feel, the more you'll have actually? Hmm? And so we're the, because right now the world at large is experiencing the sensation that there's scarcity, that if you give, you won't have, so you've got to hold, you've got to hoard, you've got to collect and keep, right? And that's what is happening, particularly on, amongst the mass persona. Mass persona is what's called collectives. And collectives are like corporations and nations and religions who are all feeling very stressed because they feel like we've got to get, our, we've got to get as much as we can for ourselves because stuff is getting scarce. But there will be a whole transformation, and you're here to lead the way. Yesterday, we couldn't, go, we couldn't travel back because we had too many obligations here. But yesterday, we were watching um, the memorial, the funeral memorial ceremony on um, 3HO broadcasted on, what's it called, real? What's it called? Livestream. And, um, you know, I was seeing all of my, um, you know, my friends and that I've known for 40 or more years. And, uh, you know, we're all the parental, the parental age of this other generation um, out of which Hari Simran was a member of who, who passed away um, last week. And passed away. That's an interesting statement. Who, let's just say, transformed hmm, into, a, into another body. Uh, primarily. And it was solemn, but it was so, so celebratory, celebratory. And I was speaking to a couple of the people that were actually present there. They said that it was, it was so other-dimensional. And that's one of the things that we have to comprehend, that in three dimensions, this is a tragedy. But in other dimensions, this is a celebration because there is a, basically, you would call it a graduation. There is a, time is over. And so that's a very specific example. But let's take the example of that funeral memorial and the circumstances surrounding that and paint it into the bigger picture of this world and our role and our life in this world. And that is that the way the world is functioning right now in one three-dimensional view is a tragedy. But at another level of being able to perceive, being able to observe the world as it is, it's a, it's a stimulation for an evolutionary uh, trigger. Because the only thing and that tra tragedy is a crisis. And the only thing that triggers evolution is crisis. Because if things are running smooth, evolution doesn't need to make change. But when things are actually in crisis, then evolution has the stimulation to make change. And so right now, you and your consciousness is a result of that evolutionary trigger. The fact that, I think if you look back at your life, you might say that 20 years ago you wouldn't really think that you would be doing what you're doing in today's world. You might not even think you'd be doing what you're doing in this room. 
Now, I'd have to look back a little further because I'm a little older, but, you know, the fact is that what we have here is really just we are the byproducts of evolution stimulating humanity to grow into the awareness of the subtle bodies and the dimensions that are more subtle and can't be perceived by the five senses. Winter time is when that becomes most observable because in the midst of winter is when intuition is the most powerful. We might say that in summertime is when extuition is most powerful because in summertime you're outside yourself. Things are happening out here. But in wintertime things are happening internally more than they are externally. And the only thing that we have to sort of, um, what would be the word, compensate for is the fact that our body is more dormant. And so today is going to be a little more active of a class than normal. Right? I, did, I did mention that it was going to have some aerobics in it. Right? So let's get in touch. Just close your eyes. And we've all heard of the aura also known as the electromagnetic field. So just get in touch with your physical form and the electromagnetics that surround you. And these electromagnetics that surround you are actually holding the subtle bodies in order. And when the subtle bodies are in order, you can access them. And you can access them somewhat effortlessly. Just like when the glands and organs are in order, as Yogi Bhajan loved to say, the organs are organized. You access them more easily, therefore your body is in more of a state of ease, therefore dis-ease is less likely because you're more in tune. Now understand that to have things in order, to be aware of the subtleties that surround us, is a product of self-value. The more we value ourselves. the stronger our protection 
Just like anything in life, if it's extremely valuable, you protect it. And this body's protection system is called the autoimmune system. By the same token, the more valuable something is, the more you want to nourish it. Our blood is the carrier of nourishment. Our lymph circulation carries our immunities. And our cerebral spinal fluid carries our inspiration And by that, the more inspired we are, the more valuable we feel. So all of these fluids work together to assist each other in increasing the value of each of our existences. If you can become mindful of this interrelation on a daily basis during this winter, there is a good chance that you won't need to come down with a cold or the flu. because you will be too valuable in relation to you. You will make choices in moments. Dietary choices, exercise choices, rest choices. that will keep your net worth high. Bless you for joining us. Visit gurusing.com for an ever-expanding archive of lectures, videos, yoga sets, meditations, and more.